0: Yeah, I Hello, and welcome to another episode of The Ath Geeks, where athletes and geeks collide. I'm your host, Adrian. As always, don't forget to like, subscribe, share with a friend. Anyways, we are officially starting Weeb Wednesdays. Week three, finally time to start. I know some of these animes only have two episodes out, but it is week three to where their third um, episode would be dropping this week. So we were like, let's go ahead and drop it, get this episode out the way. So as y'all know, we did. We've had our previous two. We had our Ayoashi versus Blue Log. I hope y'all like that. Shout out to the Simp for Simpies for that one. Um, but without further ado, let's jump into this one. So the first anime that we are looking over for the spring 2023 season, <laughs> season is Kuma Kuma Bear Punch. We welcome back Miss Bear as she continues her journey to obtain many, many, many of the delicacies from her old home in Japan. While at the same time, learning how to build relationships with others. I have been waiting for this series to return, as I'm sure many others have as well. This is one of my favorite East Guys due to the mixture of both the slice of life elements as well as the comedy and action. For viewers that didn't previously follow the series, we have our main protagonist Yuna, who lives alone and didn't build many relationships in her past life due to her loner preferences. Um, she's a lover of VR games, and as these stories usually go, she's East would into a world once a, once a game to her. However, she receives a OC bear costume that she must wear that access her ability. As expected, many don't usually take her seriously due to her ridiculous outfit, but they soon learn that she's extremely capable. This story not only shows her amazing strength, but also her resourcefulness. It also emphasizes the human side of Yuna, which is my favorite part personally, because I am a big lover of the slice of life genre. It's probably my favorite outside, like my third favorite outside of sports and rom-coms, It would be the slice of life genre. And usually those other two, they usually have some of that slice of life as well, depending on, well, sometimes with sports, not necessarily, but in the rom-com, they usually have it. So that makes sense why this is my, (laughs) that's why that is my favorite part of this story. This was amazing and the end has continued to be an amazing story so far um, into season two. And it's been living up to the first season. So the first couple episodes of the Kuma Kuma Bear, I was like, okay, I see where they're going. I see the vision. We're continually building on the season one. And if you were just watching season one into season two. You couldn't even tell there was a difference. You like you couldn't even tell there was a break. If you watched the last episode of season one and then watch the first episode of season two, you wouldn't even be able to tell. That's how amazing. That's how it flows seamlessly. Next, we are going in another world with my smartphone season two. Another returner that I love when it first aired. Here we follow our main character Toya as well as his growing harem. For those who will be the first time viewers, this is another East guy with an OC main. However, unlike Kuma Kuma Bear, this one is O.C. due to having access to his smartphone. Well, I guess he's strong without his phone. However, his phone further breaks an already broken character. Um, This has a harem ending um, where our main character is marrying all the members of his harem. Rings and all. Um, Season 2 seems to be focusing more on the relationships as well as what Toya wants to do in his new life. Um... I, if you're a big harem guy, or if you're a bit or a gal, if you're a big harem person, this might be for you because I know a lot of the people usually have the issues with with the harem series is they usually only choose one in the end, so that they so their best girl selection is not chosen. When in this series you don't have to worry about that. You have the OCE guy, you have all the waifus. However, since it's a harem, since it's a harem ending. They even the one the members of his harem already who are already engaged to him have already acknowledged that his harem is probably going to grow because there's multitude, there's a multitude, multitude of women who will eventually fall in love with him or already are falling in love with him, but just aren't a part of the main harem. And they already know they're like, hey, it's gonna our harem is gonna get bigger, it's gonna get larger, and we're he's gonna keep having it. Even the king, who's the princess is one of the members of his harem. Even the king is like. Hey, I know four wives is going to be a lot, but I'm sure you can make them all happy. But they know the harem is going to keep growing. So this is another um good one. Uh, next is the dangers in my heart. The first couple episodes laid a solid foundation for what we can expect for the upcoming episodes. It has a concept that's been used multiple times times in rom-coms with a beautiful popular girl and the loser main character, emphasizing the opposites attract model. I do find it interesting with the murder concept and the fact that he seems to be a psychopath and it doesn't seem like they are going to go away from that concept, at least early on. They are both extremely weird, which is also a common trope that the popular girl has another side that others normally don't see and well except for her best friend who's implied there's some girl love there and i can see it because multiple times our main character refers to her her female um, best friend as her boyfriend though the viewers can see the relationship going either way i'm sure many shifts will be formed through this community but i'm definitely rooting for our main character because he seems like a good guy and i'm always Happy for the two main characters that end up together. I usually root for the main characters. The side character has to be just absolutely stunning for me to choose them over the, over the main character. But we haven't seen enough from the um, her best friend to make me be like, hey, I'd rather her end up with her rather than him. So for right now, I'm shipping them with the main character. Lastly, we have Hell's Paradise. Gabamaru is a ninja on death row with one chance to see his wife again by finding the elixir of immortality on a supernatural island and delivering it to the Shogun. Standing in his way are his fellow convicts and the fearsome beasts that roam the island, devouring or killing anyone they encounter. I'm intrigued regarding, like, Sagari's story, too. Like, I think she might be my favorite character, especially in episode two. Like I said, because this is the tricky part. Since the episodes come out on Saturday, we've only seen two episodes. We haven't seen the third episode here. But from what we just saw with Sagari's story, Sagari's story, I'm, I, what they're implying with her, I'm very interested and I'm very tempted to read the manga just to find out. How deep her story goes and find out more about her character she's easily my favorite character right now blood death action drama this is the latest powerhouse on the block looking to take the height from the manga and run with it and it has another powerhouse of a studio backing it up there's no way this flops after a couple episodes because so far it looks amazing it's it looks so great like the animation is wonderful the presentation is wonderful the story looks amazing so far And it started off hot, and I wouldn't be surprised if this surprised um, some of y'all's favorite mangas out there, or animes, I should say. So, now we're into the tough part. Well, not really the tough part. Um, We're into the ranking, and we're going to the tier list. Um, So, for Kuma Kuma Bear Punch, right now, I have this in a solid B tier. Personal bias would have had an A tier, but being objective, I will put this in B tier. Next, we have In Another World with My Smartphone Season 2. I'm going to start off with this one in C tier. I have it. It can possibly move up to B tier. I feel like it should be in B tier. But I feel like this is going to be a solid season of anime. So I don't want and I don't feel like it can compete with some of the other ones that will probably fall into B tier. So I'm going to put it in C tier right now with the possibility of it moving up to B tier. Next, we have The Dangers in My Heart. I'm going to do the same thing I did with Another World with my smartphone and this one. I'm going to start it off in C tier, but I feel like this one's also going to be a borderline C B tier for me as well. And then lastly, we have Hell's Paradise, and we're starting this one off in S tier. There's no there's no need to get around it. This is going to start off in S tier, and it's going to have to drop the ball significantly for me to drop it back into um A tier. Or B tier. I feel like at lowest it might go A tier if some things deviate from the manga or the pacing's off or they mess up some way, shape, or form. Then it might drop from S tier to A tier. But as of right now, I'm gonna keep this one in S tier. Um, but this was another episode of the Ath Geeks. Make sure you like, subscribe, like I said before, um, and as we always say here, always, always, always remember to respect women, but most importantly, remember to respect yourself. Cause Simpin' Ain't pimping, and we out.